Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. On behalf of all of the cluster of the peninsula, our pastor, Monsignor Walter Barrett, all of the deacons and all of the staff members, we are so glad that you are here to worship with us and we welcome you here today, whether you are a regular or whether you're visiting us from far away. So I saw a meme the other day on Instagram and it showed a picture of the the Flintstones cartoon. Uh, So it had Fred and Wilma Flintstone and Betty and Barney Rubble all standing around a Christmas tree singing Christmas carols. And the caption underneath the picture, it asked the question, what exactly are the Flintstones celebrating? Now, I'm glad some of you laughed at that because I had to explain this joke last night and You know, all of the best jokes need to be explained, but for those who are maybe still on their only first cup of coffee this morning, I'll explain it. The Flintstones were 10,000 years before Christ. So again, what were they celebrating? (laughs) Because one cannot celebrate Christmas without Christ. But neither can one celebrate Christmas without Mary. The two are so integrally related to remember one without the other makes the feast day, makes the whole entire season, in fact, nonsensical. Jesus is the reason that we we rejoice. The coming of God to earth in human flesh to be like us in all things but sin. This truly is the best news ever and the way in which the God of the universe The way he started or he chose his plan, his plan of redemption, to right all of the wrongs since the Garden of Eden, since Eve and Adam brought sin into the world, the way he chose to right these wrongs was to bring redemption through the new Eve, his mother Mary. God could have chosen any way to inaugurate his plan of redemption, yet out of all of the possibilities, he chose an unknown woman from an unknown part of the world and an unknown town. But he did not intend for her to be unknown for very long. Mary plays such an important role in the history of salvation that many theologians today have given her the title co-redemptrix. Not that she is in any way equal to Christ, not that she in any way saves us, for Jesus alone saves us. But God did choose her to be an integral plan, part in the plan of salvation. And so we honor her free will to participate in that plan. The plan that started with the birth of her son. A birth that was foretold for many centuries. So we place a great deal of emphasis on the fact that God came to earth. Because this singular act makes the rest of redemption possible. It isn't just that we like to celebrate cute babies during the cold months, and it's not that we just follow the tradition of the wise men who give gifts to each other. It's not that we commemorate the first family Christmas vacation that went a little less than stellar. We celebrate the fact that in a very specific moment, in the fullness of time, as it's called, God set into action the plan of salvation. Yes, it had been in the works and everything in humanity was moving towards it since the Garden of Eden. But finally, after a couple thousand years of waiting, the time was right 
and he came in the perfection of poverty. The poverty of a king being born in anonymity. The poverty of the limitless God being bound by human flesh. The poverty of not being born as a prince, but being born into a poor family in the tribe of Judah, from whom all of the Jewish kings had to come. And this poverty is announced by the song of the angels. The Gloria that we sing at the beginning of Mass every Sunday is to mimic the song of the angels for telling the coming of Christ to the shepherds. Holy Mother Church takes the Gloria away from us during Advent and Lent so that we would miss it. And when we finally get to sing it again, that song would resound with great joy like it did the very first time it was sung by the angels at the first coming of Christ. And just like the angels who are eternally bowing before the throne of God, we bow during the creed when it says, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, he became man. For we know that it is such a big deal that God came to earth as man that we bow at the mere mention of it every Sunday. And this day, this day above every other day, we genuflect at the mention of it, because this is the feast day that celebrates God coming to earth. This moment that we commemorate today, the birth of Christ, is the linchpin upon which all salvation hangs. So my brothers and sisters, rejoice. The light of the world has come. Creation even echoes his coming in that every day since December 20th, there is more and more light added to each day until we get to the longest day of the year. Because Jesus, the way, the truth, and the light of the world, brings light into the world by his coming. May the Feast of the Incarnation, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, bring new light into your hearts this year, that you may know, love, and serve him in a new and glorious way. And Merry Christmas.